morning, Greater Refuge family. My name is Gail Matthews, and I tune in every Sunday to your worship service, and I try to get the Bible study on Wednesdays, and it's truly been a blessing for me to be able to hear God's Word hear songs of joy and fellowship with you all. I feel so much like I'm there when I hear the service and I I have no interference during that time because if my phone rings, it doesn't matter. I want to hear what does say the Lord. And I've been truly blessed because I've been basically homebound because of, of my hip replacement and I'm not able to get out right now. But uh, I'm so grateful that I can connect with you all. And uh, I feel so good from week to week. It brings me joy. And I learn even more about the Lord, you know. And and I just love fellowshipping with you all. And soon I will be moving to that area because I'm in Belleville, Illinois right now. And I just ask you to continue to pray for me. And I share your service with you anybody and everybody because we really have a good time on Sundays. I just want to say thank you and I love you and Lamaine and Donette, I really thank you for tuning me in to that service. Thank you. Praise the Lord everybody. Pastor Fields here. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I'm glad to be with you on another Wednesday evening, getting ready to go into God's word. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful for his word. I'm thankful for his love. I'm thankful to have a wonderful savior as he, that would love us so much that he would shed his blood for us, that he would conquer death, hell, and the grave for us, that he would fill us with his presence. And he's coming back for us. I'm excited about that. Praise the Lord, everybody. I want to give the saints an opportunity to come on in to Bible study. And um, let's have a word of prayer before we begin. Father, we're so grateful. Grateful, oh God, for your goodness, your grace, and your mercy. I ask in the name of your son, Jesus Christ, that you would bless us on this evening as we journey into your word bless every home that is connected every person that has connected with us on tonight in jesus name we pray amen excuse me i pray that everyone is well and um, safe and sound and the lord has been keeping you i'm sure he is a keeper and um thanking god for the saints here Greater Refuge Temple in Washington, D.C., and at our sister church there in the Bronx Refuge Temple Annex. Tonight, I'm in the book of Matthew, St. Matthew chapter 16, and I want to develop a a lesson on tonight. I'm thinking thinking about um, what it means to follow Jesus, what it means to be a follower of of Christ, a disciple of Christ, someone who has decided to follow the Savior, uh, to live the life that he has prescribed. 
um, deep in thought, <coughs> excuse me, uh, since last week on what to talk about, and um, this came into my heart and mind. You know, so many people are talking about they follow the Lord, they, that they're servants of Christ, or that they're Christian, um, and you have to think sometimes, or do people really know what it means to be a follower of Christ? Uh, so I'm going to start the discussion and the lesson coming out of Matthew. Um, and I want to use as a topic, no exceptions, no exemptions, no excuses. No exceptions, no exemptions, no excuses. Um, I already feel like it's going to be more than one part to this, but I, I want to read the anchor scripture to you on tonight. Uh, Matthew 16, <clears throat> verses 24 and 25. Uh, it says, Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me or follow me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. Powerful verse, and you'll find it in, in uh, the other Gospels also. That same statement, uh, Mark 8, 34 and 35, uh, Mark records it this way. And when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, Whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself. Take up his cross, follow me. For whosoever shall save his life shall lose it, but whosoever shall lose his life for my sake and the gospels, the same shall save it. Luke records it this way, chapter 9, gospel according to St. Luke 23, verses 23 and 24. And he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, but whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. I want to read that same verse in uh, the Common English Bible, today's English. Then Jesus said to his disciples, all who want to come after me must say no to themselves, take up their cross and follow me. All who want to save their lives will lose them, but all those who lose their lives because of me will find them. Why would people gain the whole world but lose their lives? What will people give in exchange for their lives? Powerful statement that the Lord makes. People followed him everywhere, of course, during his tenure here on earth while he was ministering, healing the sick, raising the dead, performing miracles. But you remember on one occasion, the Lord would look at them, those who were following him, and he would say, there's some of you who are following me just for the fish and the loaves of bread. Uh, and that also was a powerful statement. But here, uh, Jesus says directly to them, any man follow me, he must deny himself, 
take up his cross and follow me. Or, in other words, give your life. Give your life. Let's get into it tonight, and I'll, I'll dig as deeply as I can uh, without taking up too much time. And if we get too long with it, then, of course, we'll break it up into another part. But uh, in the context of these passages that I've read, uh, Jesus had been predicting his death, you know. Uh, he made it a point to let them know that I'm here with you, but I'm I'm not going to be with you always. I came to give my life for you. So, uh, and if you remember the context of the scripture, it is Peter that rebukes Jesus uh, and says, oh no, you know how Peter was. He was impetuous, but Jesus responds uh, to Peter's rebuke. And Jesus uh, tells Peter, get thee behind me, Satan. Uh, he rebukes Peter and then Jesus makes these statements that we are discussing tonight, they actually tie back to the points he was discussing before Peter interrupts him. Uh, and he had said he must die, told him I have to die, but Peter had shown a desire to follow his own will regarding this. You know how some you'll, you'll talk to people about uh, what you desire to do or what you are going to do. And people sometimes will say, oh, no, you're not going to do that. And they want to impose their will upon you. But Jesus rebukes him. Um, and uh, he goes back to the fact that I, I'm here to die. This is my will. This is the will of the Father. So Jesus, uh, he shows how his death proves we must not follow our own desires. We must not follow our own desires. And let me put it another way. Our desires should not be above what God's desire is for us. Um, if you want to be a disciple of Christ, the Lord is letting them know. If you want to be a follower of me, uh, then there are some things you have to do. Uh, and these are the things you have to do. If you're going to follow Jesus, you have to deny yourself. Take up your cross, follow Jesus. Deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow Jesus. Uh, and this, uh, by many, uh, is described, the, the final point of follow Jesus is described as, as uh, losing our life. Remember, in the scriptures it says, I, my life is hid in him. So I'm giving up myself, I'm giving myself totally and completely over to Jesus Christ. Deny yourself, take up your cross, follow him. So let's, let's go through these points and understand uh, Jesus made no exceptions, meaning um, no one is excluded from this. If you're going to follow me, if you're going to follow me, whosoever follows me, Hallelujah. You're in. If you're in, you're in. Uh, and, and the rules are for everyone, uh, which means there are no exemptions. Uh, so no one is free from the obligation or, or from the rules that I'm setting in place. Uh, nor are there, should there be any excuses. Meaning once you're in, once you're a part of the family, no one 
should give any excuses or freed from your obligation to live according to the precepts of God. I know that's a mouthful, but these are my thoughts. Um, so let's get into the word. The first thing Jesus says, if any man follow me, he says, you have to deny self, denying self. Let's read it again, Matthew uh, 6, Matthew 6, I'm sorry. Uh, let's read verses 19 through 24. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. The light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, the whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness? No man can serve two masters. For either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. He cannot serve God and mammon. So you see, this is a principle that Jesus taught in his ministry. If you're going to follow me, you have to deny self. Uh, and this requires giving up anything that would want to seek or that would want to hinder you from doing the will of God. Hmm. Wow. So... Um, and I don't really believe it means that if you want something, it is necessarily wrong. We all have wants. There are certain things that we want. Uh, but you have to be careful that what you want, a desire, is not stronger than your desire to please God. Um, so it actually means that you have to take, and you and I have to take our, our wants and uh, desires uh, down from that throne, you know. Uh, because a lot of us, uh, self is way up here and Christ is down here. Hallelujah. We have to learn how to decrease that he may increase. So there is there is room, I believe, in, in everyone's life, uh, hallelujah, only for one master. Yeah, you thought I was going to say something else, didn't you? Um, you? And Jesus said, you can't serve two masters. You can't have it both ways. You can't have one foot in and one foot out. If any man follow me, he must first deny himself. Uh, and listen to my notes. If God is to rule in our lives, then our will must be made subservient to his. We have to be able to say, not my will, Lord, but thy will be done. And listen, everyone, it's not an easy thing. Even Jesus uh, when he was in Gethsemane, struggled with this. Remember, he's in the flesh, and he's saying, Lord, do I have to drink from this cup? Uh, and finally, he would win the struggle and say, not my will, Lord, but thy will be done. Um, so we have to make sure that our will is subservient to his. Uh, let's go to Romans 12, 1 and 2. Be, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, 
hallelujah, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And then Paul says, and be not conformed to this world. Be not conformed. Be not shaped into the rudiments of the confines, hallelujah, of this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Matthew, gospel according to St. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, Jesus says these words, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I know you know the word. Let's go deeper into it. Luke chapter 14, uh, verse 25 through 33, where it says, And then went great multitudes with him, and he turned and said unto them, If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Now, this is Jesus talking. Now, this is, it sounds rough, doesn't it? You, you, uh, any man that doesn't hate his mother and father and sister and brother, and he's saying you can't put other things above your relationship with me. Uh, now, I, I, I didn't understand that at first, but I understand it now because anything Christ gives me is eternal. Anything I have here on this earth is temporal. Hallelujah. And he says it, and whosoever does not bear his cross, whoever doesn't bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. For which of you intending to build a tower sitteth not down first and counteth the cost? So it costs to be a disciple of Jesus, whether he have sufficient to finish it. Lest happily after he have laid the foundation and is not able to finish it all, that behold it begin to mock him. Saying this man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going to make war against another king sitteth not down first and consulteth whether he be able with 10,000 to meet him that cometh against him with 20,000. Or else while the other is yet a great way off, he sendeth an uh, ambassage and desireth conditions of peace. So likewise, whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath, he cannot be my Disciples. So two things I get here, you have to count up the cost and you have to be all in. You have to count up the cost and you have to be all in. You can't half step if we're going to be disciples of Jesus Christ, if we're going to be followers of him. We cannot love things or people above him. We cannot put uh, relationships outside of his trust above him. So we have to deny self. And it's a tall order. I really can, I can spend the whole hour or so on this segment right here denying self, denying flesh, denying, hallelujah, my desires, my fleshly desires, my, my human desires. So much so uh, I, I cannot allow that to interfere with my relationship with God. If any man follow me, Jesus said, he must first 
deny self, deny self, deny self. Second thing he says, um, after denying self, he says, take up your cross and follow. Take up your cross and follow. So listen, uh, listen to my notes. Many think this means bearing burdens and suffering hardships for the Lord. Surely such hardships will at times be required. Yes, to whom much is given, much is required. They who would live godly will suffer persecution. We know those scriptures. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord will deliver him out of them all. Hallelujah. Well, but there's a fuller meaning what Jesus is saying here. Uh, if we consider the context of what he is discussing, um, so I have to first ask, because remember he's saying, he's talking to his disciples about the fact that he must die. Then in his uh, brief discussion or on telling his disciples what has to happen if they decide to follow him, uh, it makes me ask the question, what is the cross for? What is the cross for? What is the cross for? So it, it is not, uh, it's not just a burden to be born. Uh, far, more, far more than that, hallelujah, it's, it's an instrument of death. The cross is an instrument of death. Listen to me. The cross is an instrument of death and total sacrifice. So he's already told me to deny myself and take up, take up the cross. So he's telling me, yep, you have to deny yourself and you have to understand that self has to die. Self has to die. So the cross is an instrument of death and of total sacrifice. Uh, so he said, take up your cross and follow him. Take up your cross and follow him. So just like he bore a cross, we have to bear one also. Remember that song? Uh, it's an old song. Must Jesus bear the cross alone? Hallelujah. We have to bear our cross and follow him. Uh, but listen to my notes again. It's another question. Where was he going with his cross? Hallelujah. He just told him, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Uh, and in the very next verse, Jesus says, we must give our lives for him. Hmm. Then he says, and, and I'm still in the book, after he says that, uh, he says, what would it profit a man to gain this world and lose his soul? He asks, what good our lives would be to us? What good would our lives be to us if we're unacceptable at judgment day? So what good would all of this do if we are unacceptable at judgment day? So there has to be sacrifice. Uh, and one scripture I read in the Gospels, he says that you should deny yourself daily. Take up your cross. It's a daily thing. It's a daily sacrifice. It's a daily. I have to get my, I have to surrender myself daily. So taking up your cross Taking up your cross refers to giving your entire life to him. Remember in Romans, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, hallelujah, that you present your bodies a living 
sacrifice. So I'm giving my life, my whole life to God. Uh, so he was about to give his life for us. He was about to give his life for us. So this involves, listen to my notes, this involves bearing burdens, but it's deeper than that. It's a total dedication. My, my entire life now has been turned over to you. It's a total dedication of life. Our whole life is given to his service and anything he says. Anywhere you want me to go, I'll go. Anything you want me to say, I'll say. And this will lead us to a place where we're willingly denying ourselves. Hallelujah. Thank you. So following him requires me to live as he lived. Walk as he walked. Let's go. Let me let me take you to the word of God. First Peter 2 and 21. For even hereunto were ye called because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that ye should follow his steps. Let's go to Matthew 10. Verses 34 and 35, think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father and the daughter against her mother and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Now that sounds like, like some riotous talk, doesn't it? But what Jesus was saying, this, this is going to be something, it's going to be rough for some people. Uh, of, I should say for those who give their lives to me. And, and it's true uh, because there are those who don't understand why, why are you living differently? Why are you believing differently? Why are you, he said, it, 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 it's rough. You got to be willing to give it up. Hallelujah. You got to be willing to give it up. Now, listen, this is not a prosperity lesson. I'm not teaching about how you can get money and how you can get a car. But if you're going to follow Christ, Hallelujah, you're going to go through some things. And Jesus told them up front, and he didn't hide anything from them. Yes, there are going to be people who dislike you, don't want to talk to you. You're going to be mistreated. Yes, hallelujah, take up your cross and follow me. And it's not just a burden. Understand, it's, it's a total sacrifice. Glory to God, a total sacrifice. 1 Corinthians 11 and 1 he says, be ye followers of me, even also, and this is Paul talking to the Corinthian church, even also, as I also am of Christ. Follow me as I follow Christ. Follow Christ. So, hallelujah, sacrifice. Hallelujah. Deny yourself. These are the things we should do or have to do if we're going to be followers of Jesus Christ. Luke 9 and 23, and he said to them all, if any man will come after me, listen to these words. Listen, Luke records it like this. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. It's a daily walk. Hallelujah. It's not a once a week thing. It's a daily walk. Hallelujah. He said, take up your cross daily, every day. Hallelujah. Somebody put that in the hashtag every day. Hallelujah. This is an everyday salvation. Glory. This is an everyday walk, an everyday experience. 
Hallelujah. So uh, there, there is a, a sense of what Jesus is saying. You have to live for me every day. You're going to have to deny your flesh every day. Hallelujah. So understand, it's not necessarily a physical death uh, that Jesus is talking about for us, but it, but it is giving up your life. And some will lose their lives for the cause of Christ. It's true. Hallelujah. It is very true. Let's go to Galatians 2 and 20. He says, Paul says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me, and the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. My God. Now, hallelujah. Listen to my notes. Um, because of my desire to follow Christ, and it takes time to get here, hallelujah, what I want no matter that, no longer matters. Um, I'm giving myself totally and completely to him. Total sellout. I've sold out to him totally. Uh, and, and despite of the fact of our human nature, and that's where the struggle is because my flesh don't want me to turn myself over, completely over to the Lord. Hallelujah. But I want to be with him. And if you want to be with him, then you have to follow him. And if you're going to follow him, you have to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. First uh, John chapter 3, verses 16 through 18, Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. But whoso hath this world's good, and seeth his brother have need, and shut up his bowels of compassion from him, how dwelleth the love of God in him? My little children, let us not love in word, neither in tongue, but in deed and in truth. My Lord. So here is the Apostle John letting us know uh, that if we are followers of, followers of Christ, then we should have the love of Christ. In order to have the love of Christ, I have to deny, I have to deny myself. Uh, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, and I'm, I'll be the first one to admit, uh, I, I read this Bible and I look at how the Lord loved people uh, and, and difficult people. It's not easy to love difficult people. Not at all. And there's some people you don't want to mess with at all as it, as it pertains to showing love. The, no, they're mean, they're nasty. Hallelujah. There's a whole lot of other things I can say, um, but Jesus was able to show love and compassion. Thank you, Lord. So, uh, and John says, we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren, just like Christ was willing to lay down his life and make sacrifice for us. What a tall order. Now, when you, when you read about the Christianity that you see in the Word of God and you compare it to what uh, you see today, uh, sometimes you'll be very disappointed and you'll feel like what you see in the Bible and what you see today is a million miles away because people have put so many different spins on what it means to follow Christ. Um, but Jesus is letting them know, if you're going to be my disciple, deny yourself. Hallelujah. It's not all about you. Deny yourself, take up your cross, 
Hallelujah. You've got to die to yourself and you've got to totally sacrifice and follow me. You've got to give me your whole life. Hallelujah. Your whole life. I felt the spirit of God when I said that. Hallelujah. You have to give him your whole life. Lord, uh, everything I am, everything I'm not, I'm yours, Lord. Hallelujah. I want to be completely yours. How many of you feel that way? Hallelujah. If you feel that way, I, I want to be completely yours, Lord. Put it in the comment section. Hashtag completely yours, Lord. I want to be completely yours. Uh, and, and I believe we have to be determined. It, it has to be a determination. It has to be a determination. I'm going to say it again. It has to be a determination to give our lives to the Lord every day, daily. In the gospel of Luke, Luke records, and this is daily, every day. Hallelujah. I got up this morning. I, I don't want to rely on what I did yesterday. I'm living this thing a day at a time. Um, and listen to my notes. I, I wrote here, the determination to give our lives to God's service is called repentance, right? And you understand because repentance is, is more than just saying, I'm sorry. Repentance is a 180-degree turn. You're turning away. You're turning your back to the world so you can walk towards Jesus. I'm turning my back to the world. So I can get closer to Jesus. Hallelujah. So in repenting, we determine to turn away. I'm determined to turn away. I'm determined to be like Jesus. I'm determined to turn away from my own will, glory, and be pleasing to God. Determined to live according to God's will. To turn away from my will and live a life that is pleasing to God. That's what Jesus is saying. Take up your cross. Hallelujah. So, uh, and I dare say we can't be saved without this. You can't, I don't care how many tongues you speak in. You can't live saved if you're not willing to deny yourself and take up your cross. Hallelujah. No, no. Repentance is important, not only to receive salvation, but to walk in this saved life, you know, uh, you have to live a life of repentance. Come always turning your back to flesh daily. You know, flesh is something else. <laughs> don't you listen? Don't play with your flesh. Don't mess with your flesh. Don't take your flesh for granted. Flesh is a mess. Uh, I, I ought to get a t-shirt made that says that. Come on, put it in the in the comment section. Flesh is a mess. Hallelujah. I can't live saved if I'm not willing to turn my back to flesh every day. Hallelujah. So uh, this is why so many people that claim they are disciples of Christ are not really disciples of Christ because they haven't denied self. If you yet if you're doing still doing the same thing you did, hallelujah, before you you met the Lord, if you're doing the same things, talking the same way, hallelujah, you're not really his disciple. It's, it's, in, it's impossible 
to live a saved life without turning your back to your will and doing the will of the master. Hallelujah. So uh, if you're not willing to make a total sacrifice, then we're, you're not really a true disciple if you're not willing to make total sacrifice. I give you my all. I give you my all. I give you my all. So Jesus said, deny yourself, take up your cross, hallelujah, and follow me. Follow me. Follow me. Follow me. Hmm. Listen to this. Galatians 5 and 24. And they that are Christ, they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. My Lord. Hallelujah. My Lord. Second Timothy, Paul says in chapter 2, verse 11. It is a faithful saying, for if we be dead with him, we shall also live with him. Verse 12 says, if we suffer, we shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. My Lord. Uh, finally, I'm going to read Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Verse 13, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God, keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. Hallelujah. And Solomon is talking about the vanity of, of, that comes with trying to live a life without living it according to the rules. Hallelujah. And the precepts of God. He says it's all vanity. So here's the conclusion of, of the whole matter. I should fear God and I should keep his word, do what he says, follow his commands. This is the entire duty, my entire sacrifice. Hallelujah. Do it the way God says I should do it. Uh, all of this is, is part of taking up your cross and following Jesus. Uh, so that next verse, hallelujah, here in, in, in our, our anchor scripture, uh, Matthew, I'll read it again for those of you who have just connected, Matthew 16, 24 and 25, then said Jesus unto his disciples, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross and follow me, for whosoever will save his life, whosoever will save his life, shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. Hmm. So now Jesus says, you have to lose your life for me. I have to lose my life. Deny, take up the cross, follow him. Uh, and then he says, I have to lose my life. Hmm. So the, this next verse is really helping to strengthen or helping, I should say, we understand the point and the application of what Jesus is saying. If a person holds his life so dear, if I hold my life so dear to myself that I want uh, to use it only to please myself, then I'm not really a disciple of Christ. 
glorious. Every, everything is according to me, 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 me. Everything is flesh, 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 flesh. I want, I want, I want, I need, I want, uh, and not according to his will, then I'm not really a disciple of Jesus Christ. Uh, I have to deny myself in order to serve the Lord. I have to lose my life. So, so Jesus is saying, if, if you, you hold on to this life, you'll lose it. But if you let go of this life, Hallelujah, you'll gain eternal life. That's powerful. Anyone who loses his life for Christ's sake gives it in service and sacrifice to God by denying himself. Hallelujah. Such a man or woman would, would save his life by gaining eternal life. So if I'm going to have eternal life in its fullness, if I'm really going to be with Jesus, I have to let go of this life, set my affections on things above and not on this world. And I know that's a tall order. And one of our greatest struggles is coming from, because I should say of what's being spit out from the pulpits. Everything is, hallelujah, winning today, having now having money, having riches, having this, having that. No, um, I don't believe God wants me eating out of garbage cans and, and living a impoverished life. But what would it profit a man to gain this whole world? What would it profit me to have a mansion, a house with an elevator? Hallelujah. And the maid and the butler to answer the door. What would it profit me to have a private jet and then lose my soul? My God. If I'm going to be a disciple of Christ, I have to be willing to let go of all of that. If I get it, I get it. If, if I get that Maybach, if I get that private jet, wonderful. But if I never get it, it's all right. Hallelujah. You can have this whole wide world, but I'll take Jesus for mine. So we've got to live our lives in total and complete submission to the will of God. Hallelujah. And it's a tall order, but this is the word. Hallelujah. This is the word. And everybody's got to live according to his word. Um, so I have in my notes, and I, I would dare say, if we're not living um, for Christ, then we're not really his disciples. So if you're living for self and not following Jesus, then you're not really his disciple. Hmm. If you're living for self, you're not really following Jesus. If, if everything is for you, then you're not really following. I know I'm repeating myself because I want you to hear me good. Yes, Luke 9 and 20. Luke 9 and 20 says says it like this. He said unto them, but whom say ye that I am? Peter answering said, the Christ of God. And he straightway charged them and commanded them to tell no man that thing, saying the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be slain and be raised on the third day. So this is right before the Lord said, if any man follow me, let him deny himself, take up his cross. First, he's telling them that I'm going to die. I have to suffer many things. 
Hallelujah. I'm going to die and I'm going to be resurrected. I'm going to die and I'm going to be resurrected. Hallelujah. So, in essence, uh, and listen, Jesus is giving them an uppercut. He's hitting them hard because he was not the Messiah that many people uh, thought he would be. He was not the Christ that people thought he would be. They, they thought he would come in on a stallion, highly an overturned government and sit the Jews in high seats and just overthrow. They would have a riot downtown and he would tear down the doors and take everything over. Hallelujah. And, 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 and this is what Jesus is saying. In effect, I'm not, I'm not the kind of Christ you think I am. I'm not going to fulfill your desires for power and glory. Hallelujah. No, I'm here to do the will of my Father. Yes. Hallelujah. I'm not going to give you everything you want in this lifetime. This is what Jesus is saying. I'm going to come again in power and glory. I'm going to come again in power and glory. Let's look at the 26th verse of chapter 9 of Luke. For whosoever shall be ashamed of me and my words, of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he shall come in his own glory and in his fathers and of the holy angels. So he's coming back. Uh, but first comes the cross. Hallelujah. If you're going to have any glory, you got to have a cross first. The cross first and then the glory. My Lord, the pain first and then the glory. Yes, the trouble comes first and then the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody put it in the comment section. Glory comes after this. I don't know what you're going through, but glory comes after this. After the tears, after the pain, after the turmoil, after the wounds. Glory comes after this. Let's go to Mark chapter 8 verse 34. Hallelujah. So he says, I'm coming again in power and glory, but first comes the cross, and all who follow me must come the way of the cross. The way of the cross leads home. So he outlines for them. Let's go to Mark uh, chapter 8, verse 34. Uh, it says, and when he had called the people unto him with his disciples also, he said unto them, whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. Hallelujah. And he wasn't just talking to the twelve. He wasn't only talking to the twelve, hallelujah, but to the multitude. He was talking to anybody, anybody that's going to follow me. You have to deny yourself, take up your cross, follow me. Hallelujah. So uh, this is what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. Yeah, listen, this is what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. And I want you to notice he doesn't mention praise breaks. He doesn't mention shouting in the temple. He doesn't mention you got to have an organ playing behind you. He says, you're going to follow me. Deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow me. Hallelujah. You've got to be willing to sacrifice or give your life totally and completely over to the Lord. So I don't want you, there should be no misconceptions. There are no exceptions, no exemptions, and I don't want any excuses. Hallelujah. No exceptions, no exemptions, and no excuses. 
any man follow me, any person follow me, this is what you got to do. Deny yourself. Deny your flesh. Take up your cross, your cross, your cross, and follow Jesus. Hallelujah. You got to be willing to lose your life. Turn your life over to the Lord. And Jesus, Jesus taught that there's only one track for those who, who believe in me. And that's the discipleship track. I, I, think, I think the household of faith should dwell more on discipleship than they do on membership. Because you, have, you can have 2,000 members and only, when only 5 out of the 2,000 are disciples. Hallelujah. If you're going to be a true disciple, you have to follow Christ. Hallelujah. And I know there are different, I know there are different levels of growth. We don't all grow the same. Uh, we don't all learn things as quickly as others. But there's only one track, and that is discipleship. He knows us all one by one. He knows our personalities, but we all have to. We all, if we're going to be followers of Christ, we all have to deny ourselves, take up our cross, and follow Jesus. Yes. Yes, and I know uh, there, there are various levels of learning and so forth, as for stated, uh, and there are different gifts that he has entrusted in us, but we all have to come down the same street of discipleship if we're truly following him. Hallelujah. Listen, um, I have in my notes, if self is at the center of your life and you're just using Jesus to fulfill self, and there's a lot of preaching out there, right? And they're all preaching self, 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 and not Christ, 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 Christ. There's something wrong. Hallelujah. We follow Jesus. I don't follow self. I have to follow Jesus. This is why Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. I'm going to read Luke 9 and 23 again. It says, and he said to them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me daily. Hallelujah. Because whoever will save his life shall lose it. But whoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. Beautiful. Hallelujah. And just like we receive Christ, right? We've received him. We're following him. We must also walk in him. I'm going to take you to Colossians 2 and 6. As ye have therefore received Christ, Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. So in order to walk in him, right? I'm, I'm following after him and living this life uh, because of the Holy Spirit in me, I'm walking in him, which, which means I'm daily renouncing self, the things that are involved in self, like pride, self-exaltation, right? Arrogance that comes in. And we humans, the flesh can be arrogant. The flesh can be disobedient. And the flesh can be, I told you, the flesh is a mess. Hallelujah, but I have to renounce self-will. 
Literally, there's there's times when I have to look at myself in the mirror and says, fields, cut it out. I want to please God. And yeah, sometimes you got to rebuke yourself. Tell yourself, go somewhere and sit down. I want to I want to please God. Uh, Paul said I had to learn how to mortify the deeds of my flesh. Hallelujah. So this is what we have to do. And I, I'm, I don't want to keep you long on this. Uh, but you have to decide. We have to decide, are we going to follow Christ? Are we going to follow the rudiments of this world? And today, there is so much temptation. There are so many things, and I, I won't even say outside of the church, but there's so many things that have come in designed to, to weaken our relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, where the enemy will talk to you so good and have you so pumped up until you feel like you're following Jesus, but you're really following your own self. Hallelujah. But self cannot deliver self. Self cannot save self. Glory to God. No. Self is a mess. Self will carry you straight down to the pits of hell. Hallelujah. So I have to deny self. I have to, I have to take up my cross and I have to put the flesh Push it up against the cross. Hallelujah. Leave flesh there and say, not my will, Lord, but thy will, thy will be done. Thy will be done. So walk in him. Walk in him. Walk in the spirit. Walk in him. Walk in the spirit. Walk in him. Hallelujah. Walk in him. Thank you, Father. Let's push on further. So, uh, to follow him means that uh, I'm repudiating a self-centered life. I'm rebuking a life that is self-centered. I'm rebuking a life that is self-centered. And as I forestated also, if I'm going to follow him, it means that I'm dying daily to myself. Daily. Dying daily. I read it again. If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily, every single day, every single day. Hallelujah. And I know it's not easy. It's, it's called discipline. And sometimes when people come get on the prayer line and they say, preacher, I need deliverance. What you really need is discipline. What you really need is to learn how to discipline yourself and tell yourself to go somewhere and sit down. Hallelujah. And let the Holy Ghost move in your life. Hallelujah. So, uh, because this is a developing uh, life of development and maturity, uh, and it's not easy. It's a spiritual discipline. And Paul tells Timothy, listen, he tells Timothy this. I'm going to read it for you. 1 Timothy 4 and 7, he says, But refuse profane and old wives' fables, and exercise thyself rather unto godliness. So um, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. Discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. Discipline yourself, right, for the purpose of of godliness. Don't exalt yourself. Discipline yourself. Hallelujah. Don't puff yourself up. Examine yourself. Hallelujah. 
Examine yourself. Discipline yourself. Uh, it's not instantaneous. It's, it's not uh, miraculous. It's not easy, but it's possible. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. All things. I can live holy. Yes, I can live holy. Hallelujah. If I follow Christ and deny myself, I can live holy. If I deny myself and follow Christ, I can live holy. Don't listen to the devil. I can live holy. I can live holy. To follow Jesus also requires, as for stated, uh, an ongoing submission, an ongoing submission to Jesus, an ongoing submission. I'm going to read it again, Luke 9 and 23. Follow me there, Luke 9 and 23. And he said unto them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. Some preachers don't like reading the same scripture over and over again, but I'm enjoying this. And I'm not just talking to you, I'm talking to myself. We all have to get it right and make sure that we're really following Christ, not flesh, not caught up in other people, but we are following him. He's going to lead us all the way to glory. Jesus is going to lead us all the way to glory. Hallelujah. My God. Thank you, Jesus. So it's an ongoing process. Every day, daily, I'm submitting to him. Every day, I'm bringing myself into submission to the word of God, to the will of God. Is it easy? No. No. Even Paul said, there's a war going on in my members. But you have to learn how to submit yourself. A living sacrifice. Lay yourself before the Lord every day. Lord, help me. Help me with me. Listen. We have so many issues with ourselves, you don't have time to worry about other people and talk about what's happening in other people's lives. We ought to get ourselves together, submit ourselves to the Lord. Living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto the Lord, which is, Paul said, this is your reasonable service. Reasonable service. Reasonable service. Let's go to Matthew, the seventh chapter. Seventh chapter, and I'm going to read these verses. Uh, this is what Jesus is saying in, in the gospel according to St. Matthew. He records it, verses 21 through 23. Listen to these words. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven, many will say, to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in thy name, and in thy name have cast out devils, and in thy name done many wonderful works? And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. So all Jesus is, Jesus is talking. Jesus is talking in these verses. And he's saying, not everyone that says unto me, Lord, Lord, 
will enter into the kingdom of heaven. Everybody that says, there's, a, there's people who are saying, Lord, Lord, that are not going to make it into the kingdom. Why? Because they never denied themselves. No man can serve two masters. They never denied themselves. They never picked up their cross. Hallelujah. And followed Jesus. They wouldn't give up the things of the world. The world meant more to them than their salvation. He says, many will say to me that day, Lord, Lord, I cast out devils. I prophesied in your name. I did many wonderful works in your name. He said, I'm going to profess to them, I never, I never, I never knew you. Depart from me. I don't know about you, but I don't want to hear those words. I want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over many. So there are no exceptions. If you're going to follow Christ, no exceptions. We all have to deny ourselves. It's not one way for the preacher and another way for the usher. No, it's not one way for the missionary and another way for the deacon. Everyone has to deny themselves. Take up their cross. No exemptions. Hallelujah. No one is exempted from this. No one gets a... a uh, to get out of a trial or tribulation simply because of the name of your church or because of who your pastor is. No, we all have our crosses to bear. We all have certain things that we'll have to experience and there are no excuses. You can't blame anyone else, hallelujah, for what you did not do. He made it plain. He made it clear. Deny yourself. Take up your cross. Follow me. And let go of the affections you have for this world. Hallelujah. If you get money, fine. If you don't have any money, I'll supply your needs according to my riches and glory. Don't live just to have riches here on earth. Hallelujah. What would a profit a man to gain his this whole world and lose his soul? We all have to deny ourselves from the pulpit to the door. From street corner to street corner, if you're going to follow Jesus, deny yourself. And I know uh, to some, when I use that term, um, self-denial sounds so negative. Hallelujah. Some, some self-denial, and you know, because society is, is, is really heavy on self, self-help, right? Self-esteem, uh, all of these things. Do it yourself. Everything is self, 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 self. So much so until this society will have you to believe that you can live comfortably. You can live very well without God in your life. And that is a lie. Yes. Here is the conclusion of the whole matter. Solomon says, but hallelujah, the, the God of this world, Satan would have you believe that you can get along just fine without God in your life. My God. But Jesus, Jesus says you have to deny yourself. <laughs> yes. Uh, and and there, there are people who are probably cringing right now. 
Uh, because when Jesus said it, I'm sure people were looking around, deny myself. Uh, you mean I have to I have to go through a season of self-denial? Nope, not a season. According to the Gospels, every day you have to deny yourself. Listen, when you wake up in the morning, who do you see in the mirror? Self. Whose teeth are those that you're brushing? Self. I don't care if you bought them. They're still yours. Self. So, uh, deny yourself. Take up this cross and follow me. Whoever you wish to save this life, you'll lose it. But if you lose your life for my sake, if you give me your life, hallelujah, I will save it. Hallelujah. When you die to self and follow Jesus, he graciously gives you the ultimate in fulfillment as a byproduct. The ultimate in fulfillment is eternal life. The joy of eternal life is being affirmed right here by Jesus. Hallelujah. He says, when I come into glory. Let's read that again. Luke, Luke 9 and 26. For whoever, whosoever shall be ashamed of me and my words, of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed when he shall come in his own glory and in his Father's and of the holy angels. Hmm. So, we have to, I'm going to say it again, and I know you're tired of hearing it. But we have to deny, take up our cross, follow Jesus, be a true disciple. I, I, I don't want to keep you too much longer. Um, and I already feel like there might be a part two to this, but I'm, I'm trying not to keep you so long so you can keep coming back. To be a disciple of Jesus Christ, there is a cost. Uh, to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, I have to deny myself. I cannot just live for today. I have to think about God's tomorrow. I have to think about eternity. Where will I spend eternity? And the only way I can get to glory, I have to follow him there. Hallelujah. I have to be a true disciple of Christ. I can't be entangled again into the things of this world. I have to stand fast in the liberty wherewith Christ has made me free. And I have to follow him. I have to make sure there's a yes in my mouth as it pertains to his will. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Anybody feel like I feel tonight? Just put it in the comment section. Just say hashtag yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I want to pray right here. You may have been listening and watching. And uh, the Lord perhaps may have pierced your heart. And I want to pray for you right there, whoever you are, whatever your need is. Hallelujah. I want to invite you to be a follower of Jesus Christ. If you don't know him in the pardon of your sins, it's time. It's time. It's time to give your life to Jesus. I want to pray for you first. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, that man, that woman, that boy, that girl, who may have been brought to this place this evening for the, for the specific purpose of making a decision to give their life to you. Hallelujah. I hope it was made plain enough to them that if they're going to make it into glory, they have to follow you in. Save, Lord. Hallelujah. Deliver, Father. 
we ask in Jesus' name, amen. If that prayer was for you, I want you to send me an email, mm -hmm. admin at grtdc.org. Just say, Pastor Fields, I want to be saved. I want to be, I want to be delivered. I want to be baptized in Jesus' name. I want to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Send that to me, and we'll get back to you. Let you know what you need to do. We'll even connect you to a Bible teaching, Bible believing church. Yes, and I thank God for the two souls that have already been baptized in Jesus' name there in Havre de Grace, Maryland. The Lord is doing some wonderful things there. And uh, thanking God for uh, the people of God that have connected with us uh, from different areas, Japan, Hong Kong, the Philippines, mm -hmm, and Jamaica, Canada, uh, England. The Lord bless you all. Thank you so much for connecting with us. Now I want to pray another prayer. Uh, I want to pray for those who are already in, but perhaps... Uh, we're not following as we should. Perhaps uh, this pandemic or this season that we're in uh, has knocked some off course. I want to pray for you. I want to pray a special prayer for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, uh, for someone listening and watching, the pressure has been great. The season has been difficult. Hallelujah. But I pray, oh God, that you would help him, help her get back on track so we can follow you all the way into glory. Help us, O oh God, where we are weak, give us strength. Where we are wrong, help us, O oh God, to get on the right path. Create in me a clean heart, renew a right spirit within me. Help them to say, blot out my transgressions and restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Bless, Lord. Touch, Father, I ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I wish I could spend the time that I want to spend. I feel something happening right now. I feel that the Lord is, is dealing with someone right now. Hallelujah. Just lift your hands and begin to praise him and give him glory. He wants to bless you right where you are. Don't be afraid and don't hesitate. Praise him right there. Glory to God. We'll even take a few minutes. minutes. We'll sit here and wait for you. Just begin to glorify God and give God some praise right where you are. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel the spirit of the Lord in this office right now. Thank you. We're getting ready to go. Yes, we are. We're getting ready to go. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you want to plant a seed in this ministry, you want to pay your tithes or make a donation, you may do so. The technician will put that information on the screen for us. Yes, and you can make that donation. Those of you who are connecting with us uh, in the Bronx, New York, uh, you may use Givelify. Hallelujah. Refuge Temple Annex, I thank God for you. Hallelujah. And for the people of God there. All right. I have taken up so much of your time already, and I'm trying to do better. Yes, I am, but it gets good. It's getting gooder and gooder. Hallelujah. You used to have a Mother Wilson in New York who used to say stuff like that. It just keeps getting gooder and gooder. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So um, I'm excited already about 
meeting you on next week. If the Lord says so, we'll come together again next week, Wednesday. But until then, and between now and then, there are three things I want you to do. I want you to be careful, be prayerful, and be holy. Shalom, shalom.